0: My name's Terry Welcome to the OddsCast Welcome to the OddsCast Anything more?
1: Welcome to the OddsCast Welcome to episode 10 of the OddsCast Congrats boys, we made it a decade in the books Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLera, Terry Takes How you guys doing on our 10th annual episode?
2: Old.
0: Tenth annual episode. That makes no sense.
1: Our tenth episode annually.
0: Uh, and so this is it. This is ten annually, to... as
2: in anniversary, right? Anniversary.
1: Yeah. Oh, our so first I don't... episode. Wait, so we've we've done ten. So I'm good. The first
0: I don't have to show up for the rest of the year. That's no. it. No,
1: no, no. You're done. Oh. You can't call out sick.
0: Oh, I'm confused.
1: Then. You have really not. Um, used a lot of vacation time so if you wanted to just
0: do the do my days roll over yeah yeah i think Uh we
1: negotiated that was like a really big sticking point in your uh last contract so
0: i'm trying to save enough days where i don't have to show up for an entire year
1: okay so you got probably like two years yeah all right yeah we're 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 pretty liberal with our with our vacation time you know mental health's a big big problem and burnout is is a big deal so, you know, Todd hits. Um All right, we are going to start out this week talking about college basketball. College basketball kicked off the season last uh, yesterday. Actually, you can't use your feet in basketball. You can't accurate. Tipped off. I tipped off. Did I say kickoff? Yeah. Tipped off. Blasted Tip, off. Tipped off on Wednesday, uh, on Tuesday. Sorry. And we're going to give you just our general thoughts on the college basketball season. We're going to give you a couple of futures uh, to look out for. And then we do bet college basketball pretty heavily. Uh, look at our Action Network app to just see what we're throwing in. I went five and two on opening day. It was a good start to the season. I think there's a lot of uh, money to be made betting college basketball. I know Terry's a big college basketball guy. Joe, not so much. Um, I only care about the rookies.
0: So, yeah, I mean, just because they don't make money doesn't mean you can't.
1: There we go. Why don't you give we'll go back and forth one and one and we'll give maybe just some some
0: teams to look for about the favorites. I have a question for you. Yes. Because you're a big stat geek Mm -hmm. geek (laughs) nerd. There have been six teams. In Ken Palm's top 20, the past four seasons, can you name all six?
1: At ending the year, top twenty or starting year, uh, last four seasons. Yes. Virginia. No. Really? No, wait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it <was> like- <laughs> it's like Ken Palm loves Virginia. Um, Virginia,
0: um, they're currently fifteen to one.
1: Virginia, gonna say UNC.
0: UNC is correct. They are currently fourteen to one.
1: I'll say Duke too.
0: Duke is correct. They are nine to one. So, only the first two I consider there to be value. I
1: think Kentucky had an off year in those last four years, but I'm going to go Kentucky. Kentucky,
0: yes. Eight to one. So, Current I got two favorite. more. I got so that's, two more. Yes, two more. So, I would really only consider UNC or Virginia.
2: What about, like, Ohio State? Have they been in there?
0: No, Joe. I don't, uh, I don't know. Kansas? Yes. 12 to one, as Joe just mentioned.
1: I don't know so top 20 top 20
0: Come on man Michigan State You this is this is a dom team Michigan State No nope.
1: <laughs> Kansas Same same, same I already said so. This. as <sighs> so they're in the Big 10? Yes. Oh Wisconsin
0: No Purdue Oh, oh Boilermakers 39 majors. to 1 right now
1: So I looked at Purdue because so backing this up ken Palm. i love i fucking love ken pom that's why i asked you i it's my favorite <laughs> analytics site to look at for college basketball pay for the premium service 20 dollars a year shout out ken pomeroy uh really just a pioneer in the advanced metrics department uh for sports and sports bettors it, it's going to be a common theme throughout this podcast because i'm going to bring dvoa into it with nfl but there are these advanced metrics out there you shouldn't just blindly bet based on them but they're a tool that gamblers could use to really find some value on these teams. And Ken Palm, I wrote a huge article last year before the NCAA tournament. You can find it at DonnyOdds.com. But it's about finding the really Ken Palm profile of a champion in you know from 2003 onward because they they kind of look similar. They have to be top twenty. Um, They have to be from a conference that's like fifth or better in his advanced metrics and how he ranks the conferences. So there's really no precedent for a team like Gonzaga or St. Mary's, one of these mid-majors. The Pac-12 the last couple of years hasn't been a top five conference. Um, But that's a really interesting stat, Terry. You're welcome. Um, Uh, It's credit to the Blue Ribbon Book of Basketball. So, Purdue is an interesting team because the Big Ten, you know, there's all this talk about Michigan State, but then there's a drop-off. A lot of people are believing in Maryland, putting them second. Um, There's Ohio State, Purdue, and Matt Painter with Purdue's, like you said, is for the last four or five years has just been churning out players. No matter who's graduated, he really just has built a system that wins 20 to 25 games a year. And that's going to be good for you know if you're in the Big Ten, which is a power conference, te- a power conference each year. That's going to be good for a two, three, or four seed if you have 25 wins and you finish second or third or fourth in the conference.
0: Yeah, I mean, Matt Painter is kind of like shaped like a boiler. Oh, he's very like double mascot, thick and oblong. I think. Do you agree? Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it is – I mean, I would consider betting Purdue. Uh, they made 365 threes last year mm-hmm. of, of the people that graduated in Carson Edwards. Um, what's his name? Ryan, Ryan Klein? Klein? Whatever. The guy that made the three, the, the big three, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Eifert's brother, I don't know his first name. Uh, they accounted for 281 of those threes. Yeah.
1: A lot of turnover. I mean, if you look at Matt Painter, he's only made – One Elite Eight and hasn't done anything beyond that. And losing a guy like Carson Edwards, you know, the primary ball handler, just that go-to scorer, uh, really is going to hurt them. And I don't think they have really what it takes to kind of win tournament games. And I don't think they have like this this system like a Villanova where they just spread teams out. Like it remains to be seen. There might be some value there if you believe in Painter as a coach. But I really I, I looked at it a lot because Purdue is very highly ranked in Kenpon, but I just didn't like it. F- what about just how about we go? Actually, teams that you would consider betting or did bet already. I have three.
0: Okay, you go because I don't have. I, I mean, yeah. I don't have any championship futures yet. I I, I would rather wait.
1: Okay. So I have three long shot bets that I'm putting in um, at the start of the season, because I I think that these teams could get hot. Um, and I think the futures market might start to dip on them. You know, it's different than betting a 10 to one Virginia team if they look like the dominant team they are. It's different than betting, you know, a 15 to one Villanova team if they look like a dominant team. Um, but I'm going to start out with my most um with, with my lowest future in terms of the return on it. I'm gonna go Baylor, 30 to 1, playing in the Big 12, uh, a, a team that in Scott Drew, their coach, has had some success in the NCAA tournament. Um, he's made two Elite Eights, you know, granted it was earlier in the decade. Um, but I this team returns a lot of starters. Uh, They're top 20 in both offensive defense in terms of the preseason Ken Palm rankings. And I think the Big 12 could be a little bit vulnerable. You've heard, you know, Kansas wins that conference every year. But I think that Baylor, if they They didn't win it last year, but if, uh, you know, there might be a new era in terms of Baylor and and teams um, coming in and being, uh, you know, really starting to eat into Kansas' success. Big 12 is the strongest conference uh, per Ken Palm preseason rankings. Baylor is the second highest rated team in that conference, and they're right behind Kansas. And I think that you know a Texas Tech team that lost Jarrett Culver made it to a Final Four last year. Uh, Baylor has a lot of players, a lot of length up front, um, but it's different this year that they can kind of shoot the three a little bit better. Uh, but Baylor, I think... You know, if they start the season well, they will, that, that 30 to 1 will start to trickle down to 15 to 1, 14 to 1. And uh, they really don't start playing anyone until the Big 12 season starts. Um, so, you know, if they go undefeated and they beat Arizona at home, Butler at home, they really don't have a strong um, home schedule. So if they're 10-0 and 0 heading into conference play, that 30-1 is going to look like probably 20-1, to 18-1. So I, I think if you believe in Baylor and you want to get a power conference team that has a chance to win the tournament and potentially be a, a one-seed, two-seed, um, there's a lot of hype around Baylor, and I think 30-1 is good.
0: Great analysis, Tom. Thank you. What odds do you have on at?
1: 30-1.
0: Wow. <laughs> um... I think Kansas wins the Big Ten, Big 12, because they're not in the Big Ten. I just
2: don't think that they're going to turn the ball over 28 times a game, like, on a regular basis.
0: Give me your next future. My future? Yeah. Uh, I took going to Pac-12, because they do play basketball there, even though it hasn't seemed like they do in the past few years. Uh, Colorado, Mm. 7-1 to win the Big 12. I mean, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the Big Twelve. I mean, the Pac-12. <laughs> they're fourth in odds to win the conference. They're returning their entire team, save a uh, academic bench guy at the end of the bench.
2: That guy's big though.
0: Uh, yeah, no, yeah, they're gonna miss him. Yeah. Um, one this is reg- this is the regular season championship, by the way, not the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the odds on that? Seven to one. That's pretty good. It is good. Uh, Oregon, under uh, Dana Altman, generally starts out slow. So you got to think possibly, like last year, they didn't get hot till midway through the conference championship, then mm-hmm. they ran the table, um, made it to the tournament. So you got to think, you know, they'll probably drop some games in the beginning uh also they only have two starters returning and Bull bowl is gone so when you don't have Bull bowl on your team yeah you're cooked i mean get oregon out of here uh arizona they're under investigation for getting money from nike or whatever and uh whatever miller brother i forget his name they're so confusing to me sean miller sean miller Mm -hmm. sweaty miller Mm -hmm. sweats a lot um my notes are Arizona under investigation. Miller sucks and is sweaty. So nothing more to see there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Washington.
1: Washington a lot of hype around because a lot of the hype. Rec- recruiting class. I know.
0: Oh, my turn. Um Yeah, so they're a team <laughs> full of one and duns, and historically that has not worked out for them. They only have one senior on the team. Uh and the huge roster... Turn, like, think about the last time they had all these one-and-dones. It was with... Um, what's his name? Markel Fultz. And he's just mm-hmm. a broken NBA player. Oh, and yeah. they, they had... I think they went like like 11 and 20-something when he was on the team. Um, so, they lost all of their main contributors. So, I, don't, I mean, it's going to take them some time to get it together. I don't know how much these kids care about playing in Washington, wherever their campus is. I forget. So, I think... The seniority of the Colorado team. I think everyone's at least a junior on their starting roster, and the the deep talent that they have, the deep rotation, it's gonna they can withstand an injury, and I think uh, they can play well. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but their home arena is over a mile high uh, from sea level, so there's an altitude matters. that always issue. matters. Hard to travel there. So, go Buffs.
1: Um, my second team that I'm going to bet to win the NCAA title is Ohio State at 45-1. to Now, I know they haven't had success recently, but the program pedigree is there. And the reason why I like this team is because their coach um, – Chris Holtman has had success in the tournament, and you've started to see incremental growth in the tournament. Last year, Ohio State was an 11 seed, uh, won their first round game against Iowa State. The year before that, what well, a five seed won their first round game, but then ran into a Gonzaga team that ended up doing some some pretty big things. And then, if you look from his tenure before that, when after he took over um, at Ohio State, 2017, 2016, 2015, Butler. Always was round two or better. 2017 made the Sweet 16. Um, This guy just hasn't lost a first-round game. And I think that his team has showed that they can win tournament games. And he's bringing in a a recruiting class that has three four-star guys, all 43rd ranked or higher in the top 100 ESPN recruiting class. And I think that if he... This is his fourth year at Ohio State. He's never had more than three years at a program. And if he starts to actually build a program and wants to take the next step as a head coach, you could see them in what I was talking about before, a weaker Big Ten, potentially compete for a Big Ten championship, maybe get second, and you know have a second or third seed depending on how strong the Big Ten is. So – I think that 45 to 1, and this is on points bet, it's at 39 on FanDuel and other places. But I think that if Ohio State and Chris Holtman click, this number will go down a lot, especially if they're a two or a three seed. And you have the potential chance with some freshman guards, um, some shooting and some timely coaching and a, co- and a coach that's had success in NCAA tournament before really anything can happen. Um, so your, your goal really in putting these futures bets in is to have three or four teams going at all times in the tournament Yeah, exactly. and, and just kind of like and hope just, they're not in the same bracket. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hope they
0: don't play in the first round.
1: Um, but that's my second. I have one more after you.
0: Oh, okay. I'll go. Um, I took Davidson to make the final four. And I like that.
2: Not a title one. But no. Yeah. As I mean. Dom
0: said, small teams don't generally win. No. Yeah. Just trying to be... You know, take flyer. It's 55 to 1. They have... They're returning all five starters. They shot 37% from the floor, from three-point line. Only going to improve. All five All five starters can shoot. Um, they got a deep bench. And then... I mean, not great. They were 98th in defense, adjusted defense last Best year. Best defense. Is good so, offense. so that's not not particularly great. But they'll improve. They're getting older, more mature, oh. willing to run back. I don't know.
2: Maybe play some defense. The
0: real reason I'm betting Davidson, they played Kentucky in the first round last year, and this is when this man came into our lives, is John Axel Goodmanson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give oh, first the, team all name
0: the the first or uh, the uh, point guard the the Icelandic point guard oh. uh, of Davidson who is he's a big guy six five and he was just if you Google it look at the highlights I think he hit seven threes in the second half against Kentucky a lot d- threes like tie the game in the second half and we we're all I, I was at work watching the game thinking like oh wow Davidson's gonna win again. So you're bringing this guy back, and he's going to, like, he'll be player of the year of um, whatever conference they're in. Why well, can't I think of it? The A-10. Um, so, yeah, Davidson going to go on a run. You got to take a fly on a small team. I, I mean, think that's a good bet. They always, like, there's always a, a team close to double digits making the final four. Look at Auburn last year, just hit a million threes. That's this Davidson team is going to be. Yeah. You just hope that the offense carries you through.
1: Uh, I like that. Yeah, no, I like that bet, too. Um, and then Xavier from the A-10, too. The, um, Xavier's in
0: the Big East. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They used to be in the A-10. They used to be in the A-10, but now yeah. they're in the Big East.
2: Weren't there, like, a million teams that were in the Big East, that left the Big East, that are all back in the Big East?
1: Well, there was a couple. Big East became a completely uh, basketball school, oh, so a basketball that, conference, yeah. and when the, a- no, the AAC um, started, like they lost like a couple teams um, when that whole Big Ten expansion happened. That yeah, was kind that, of uh, that whole, whole thing cover. was weird. Yeah, the last future I'm going to give out, and you can hit this both at 150 to one from to the win, front in the back, and from 33 East. to one to win the final four. Um, you mean the championship? Uh, th- 150 to one to win the win the championship, <laughs> 33 to one to make the final four. Um, they lost their first game in overtime against Georgia Tech, but I like NC State as kind of this middle of the road power conference team. You mentioned Auburn last year, um, riding senior guard play to the final four. Some team is going to get hot and be a very tough out. Um, NC State is, I think, a good bet to just have a tournament team that can be anywhere from seed six to 11 and have a lot of experienced guard play, which is really what works in the tournament. Um, but they have Kevin Keats, who is a coach that you was know, just starting out in the ACC, but has had some success 24 and 12 last year, 21 and 12 the year before that. Uh, like I said, the senior guard CJ Bryce had a double, double opening night Um devin daniels like these guys are just they're loaded in the backcourt front court's going to be an issue their main forward was suspended to start the year for some personal reasons but i think that this team gets together and senior guard play um is always just a dangerous thing to have in the tournament and 150 to 1 33 to 1 very tasty so anything to add joe before we bring it on to nfl no no just gonna no. sit back i'm gonna and, sit back and probably put in a future sometime in
2: december best of luck Thank you. Anything else to add, Terry?
0: No, just happy to be back and be betting college basketball on I can't wait to find Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's a Saturday. It's I, really, a
2: I really can't wait to find our
0: next like, Gauchos or Antelopes. Though. I do love betting on weird teams in the middle of the night, yeah. mm-hmm. so it'll be great.
1: So that's our college basketball preview. When we come back, we'll talk NFL Week 10, give you some inclusive parlay, give you some RV tripping, and we'll see you then week 10 NFL before we get into it a it's little week 10 already it is week 10 wow. already Wow, it's, it's our like 10th episode
2: started at the same time
1: yeah that's exactly what happened week week nine a uh, little bit of a recap we had a couple big things happen the uh, Patriots lost the game <sighs>
0: Called that. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terry Terry was very heavy on the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I was very heavy on the Panthers last week against the Titans. They ended up covering. <laughs> Terry and I were on the Steelers. They ended up winning in Indianapolis. Uh Joe, you were on Houston. Good for you in the London game. That's great, yeah. Um, nice way to start Sunday. And then um me and you were also on the 49ers who didn't cover. No. Pretty upset about that Thursday night. Terry covered that as well. Um, Terry, did the Seahawks cover minus six? They,
0: they pushed. pushed. Oh,
1: so you had a 3-0 in one week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So congrats to Terry. Make Seahawks me your, presented a great live betting on Make me your fucking king.
2: You <laughs> can't. You're anonymous.
1: Um, <laughs> some things that I really do not... I mean, I, I just want to revisit is these huge public games where 80% or more of the bets were on a certain team and they ended up losing. Like the Packers, minus three and a half, got blown out by the Chargers. Yeah. did show up for that. The Jets lost to the Miami Dolphins. Terry, any comment as a Dolphins fan?
0: Uh, when I first, when they, started, they took the lead by whatever, what, 10 points or whatever, I was like, what are they doing? I don't like this. They're supposed to be losing. And then just like seeing the pictures of Adam Gase on the sideline, I was like, no, fuck this. Let's embarrass him. So I was pretty happy that they won.
2: So could have been my Bill Belichick last week. Oh, who's that? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so Terry could have been my Bill Belichick last week. Uh, devilish wanting to crush Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah. That was how um, you felt
1: about Adam Gase. New DVOA uh, came out on Tuesday. Wait, See, Dom, I'm,
0: did you name all the all the games, the public games?
1: Uh there was one other public game. So it was the Jets, the Packers, and then there was another public Jets, game.
0: Jets, Packers, Cleveland, 78% of the bets, mm-hmm. 73% of the money. Cleveland was in last week. And you you failed to mention that before the Cowboys game, going oh. going into Monday night, so. home teams, excluding the London game because no one's really home there. Maybe the Chargers. Uh, the home team was thirteen and zero against the spread, twelve and one straight up.
1: So the great correction. The great
0: of, correction of twenty nineteen
1: of twenty nineteen because it was a huge disparity in terms of road teams covering, and then like you said, thirteen out of fourteen uh, home teams covered last week. Uh, I don't know what the trend line is now, whether I mean, I'm assuming it's back to even because there was like a 20 it's Still even. Yeah, but there's still there's still it was like a 20 game disparity between the the road team and the home team. Um, and some of the favorites started covering last week. So it was, uh, you know, we start to see like all trends kind of revert to the mean regress to the mean. Um, so just something to keep watching out for as you go ahead with these NFL bets. New top five DVOA, San Francisco 49ers in the top spot, Patriots second, Kansas City third, Dallas fourth, New Orleans fifth, uh, Baltimore beat New Orleans or New England and is now seventh. Um, so, you know, kind of similar. I don't think we learn. I think we learned that the Patriots are vulnerable, um, but I don't think they're going to be playing a road game in the playoffs. So, you know, something to look for in terms of futures markets. Uh, I took Kansas City 5-1 to one to win the AFC last week um, before Mahomes came back. Uh, I thought there was some value there. Have you looked at any futures? Uh, not.
2: I haven't really put anything else in. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know how this is going to shake out, and I've been riding my Seahawks a little bit, so mm-hmm. I'm not uh, too keen to put anything else in. But um, the Chiefs do look good
1: probably getting Mahomes get back this week but let's get into the games uh tonight Thursday night we'll start out Los Angeles Chargers minus one and a half at Oakland uh this line's been hovering around one one and a half uh, but the Chargers are favored slight favorite here um on Thursday night Chargers four and five uh kind of saved their season last week against the Packers and the Raiders are four and four um any thoughts on this game
0: who
2: I are mean, you going
1: to pick? Well, I kind of mentioned it
2: earlier at dinner uh, The Phillip Rivers is 8-2 against the spread mm-hmm. when he plays on a Thursday. So um, I, I don't know. I still don't really like the Chargers. I feel like I like, the, I like the Raiders a little bit more in this game. They've been running the ball well. I just don't think – I feel like the Chargers have not just – have just have not been a very good team this year, whereas the Raiders look like they're getting it together. Gruden seems to be getting maybe in a little bit of a groove, um, and they're starting to find some sort of identity with – the running back situation with Jacobs, and then it looks like Carr maybe is settling in a little bit with some security behind him.
1: Interestingly enough, Oakland has the fifth best defense in the NFL, according to DVOA. They are third in passing offense and sixth in rushing offense. Wow! And they've played the fourth hardest schedule in terms of offense versus defense. So they've played Very hard defensive – like, highly ranked defensive teams and still put up those kind of numbers. So they're real offensively. It's just the defense that is the problem. Yeah. Um, Do you have a pick this week?
2: I would take the Raiders with the points. So
1: plus one and a half. Yeah. Single point. Plus one. We'll go one. One, one, yeah. Um, The over-under in this game is 49. We've seen – We've seen a lot. <laughs> We've seen a lot of unders hit on Thursday night, um, but you know both these teams have pretty pretty bad defenses and good offenses. So um, I don't know if you know forty nine is a little bit high, but I think that it's not, uh, it's not a fifty. Yeah, it's not fifty. So so Joe's on Oakland plus one. Terry, uh, I agree with everything you said,
0: uh, and I'm going to take Oakland plus one.
1: I just think they're a better team. And
0: Mm -hmm. I think public's all over uh, 49ers, or not the 49ers, the Chargers. Chargers, You know, they just don't have a home. They're going to London, They're not going to London, they're leaving San Diego. It's very confusing. Uh, 67% of the bets, 62% of the money on the Chargers. I shall take the Oakland Raiders because they're a pretty good football team. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think that if you're looking at terms of... The product that's being put on the field, the Raiders have been a better team than the Chargers all year, and they're playing at home. I think they should be favored a little bit, but and you know people are probably overreacting to that Green Bay game last week, exactly. where the Chargers really put it all together. And Green Bay may have just not shown up. You know, team going, they, they heard team the going public the, was on them. Team going to the West Coast, <laughs> thought they were going to waltz in there and just you know cruise to victory. Didn't happen. Just didn't show up at all. And you know. Got out of their game plan a little bit. And The game was over in the first quarter, so I, I really don't. I think you take that as an anomaly, but the, like you said, the public's all over the Chargers. I like too, the Raiders here at plus one. So we're all in, we're on we're all in agreement. We're on
0: agreement. Love that it. Packers game Love was it. weird. Yeah, he win. was too he was Pe- Rogers too close to his family threw him <laughs> off this game.
1: <laughs> so looking ahead at this week, um, we're going to ask for some best bets from our uh, from our people. From our uh, hosts, what people? Who But I mean, you and you and Joe, me, um, you and Joe.
0: Oh, okay. You're gonna ask yourself, wow, yeah. narcissist.
1: But we got some pretty big spreads here. You got Ravens nine and a half, Saints twelve. I think it's up to thirteen now. Yeah, it's thirteen. And you also have the Colts at ten and a half. So yeah. You know Something um, to look out for there with some big spreads. Uh, teams coming off a bye. The Rams are coming off a bye. The Vikings are coming off a bye, both at, both on the road. Uh, you have a weird game in the Giants and Jets that the public's all over the Giants, and it makes me a little bit afraid. Um, you have a really interesting game in the Bills-Browns. Yeah. Where the Browns are favored even though they're 2-6 and six and the Bills are 6-2. It's so people not believing in the Bills. What are some of your guys' best bets of the week? We'll go in order, starting with Joe. So I bought I bought a point
2: in the Colts-Miami game to buy the Colts down to minus 9.5 at minus 120. Mm-hmm. Um, even if Brissette doesn't play, I think that they win that game handily. I think Miami got their win for the year. I think they're going to be packed in now. They're going to try to tank. Uh, the Colts are trying to win uh, win games, win the division. If not win the division, go for a wild card. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Marlon Mack, if Brissett plays or doesn't play. I don't think it really matters. Um, and I think that they're going to win that game. But I did want to get that hook and to make it, It seemed, I think it was like minus 105 or plus 100 uh, at 10 and a half. So buying that point to get it under 10, I think is a good move there.
1: Yeah, I, I joined it with you, um, yeah. in real life. So I'll also join it with you on the podcast. Um, but nine and a half is is a you know getting under that ten key number. Um, even without percent, even without percent, if he doesn't play, um, you're just looking at a team that is historically bad. Um, but most importantly, I think that Indy has a good pass defense. And Miami's really only looked good through the air with Fitzpatrick. They really haven't been able to move the ball um, at all. And Indy's only real bad part about their team is they can't stop the run. And Miami has not been able to run the ball at all. Mark Walton's suspended for four games now, so they're going to be trotting out. What's his first name? Ballage Balage. Balage. Kalen
0: Ballage. Kalen
1: Ballage, But they haven't been able to, to run the ball at all. Uh, 30 worst, 30 30 worst, 31st worst uh, (laughs) rushing offense in the NFL. Um,
0: Gael is like a heat-seeking missile where he'll have the entire field is open, but he'll just run (laughs) straight into the only defender that could stop him.
1: So you're looking at a Colts team that has one thing they do badly and Miami's not going to be able to exploit that. I think minus nine and a half at home is uh, is a pretty good bet for the Colts. So, all right.
0: Miami Dolphins, least penalized team in the NFL. Just <laughs> Keep saying.
1: saying that. Just <laughs>
0: throwing that out there. My best bet of the week is the Dallas Cowboys minus three Ooh. against I love this the bet. Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, suck it, Dom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a Sunday night game and a complete fade of Kirk Cousins against a winning team under the lights. Just look it up, stat boy. Look at his record against the spread in primetime games and against teams with winning records. He is terrible. He is not a good quarterback. Dallas defense should eat him up. Should be... I think it could be a high-scoring game, but give me the three points. Dallas at home. Kirk Cousins is a fool. Okay. I love that. You like those analytics? I I love that.
1: I like those analytics. Um, My... Best bet, you know, I, I went in with Joe. Uh, but my best bet of the week is going to be, this line's up to minus, I, I think it's going to be minus five. It's minus five and a half good? Yeah.
0: What, well, the Panthers? No. The Chiefs? The, the Chiefs. The Chess. Chiefs,
1: yeah. So I got it at three and a half earlier in the week, but I think now that Mahomes is going to play, I think Mahomes is going to play no matter what, uh, but I'd buy this all the way up to, to five and a half, six. Um, because I just think that the Titans are bad. I've been fading them for the last couple weeks. Um, and I think Kansas city is just a team that is a top, like we've talked about a top five team in the league, you know, they have a elite passing offense. Um, they're going to be able to exploit Tennessee through the air and I think they win this game pretty handily. Um, and they're just in different classes of teams. I think Tennessee is in the bottom 10 of the league, um, even though they're at 4-4, four and 4-5, four four and five, whatever they're at. And I just think that Kansas City... If this is a game, if Kansas City is an elite team, which I believe them to be, they come in and they win this game by a touchdown. Did you feel
2: like the Chiefs are the Chiefs? According to DVOA, are they better against the pass or the run on defense? Because so, they're a top team, but isn't there one of their weaknesses? I thought their weaknesses with the run game, right? Their
1: weakness is against the run. Um, they're ranked 28th defensively, yeah. but Tennessee's rushing attack only 23rd. Okay, yeah. I just, so so it's been you. You have that Derrick Henry thing in your mind where you think that they're a good running team, but they're not yeah i joe joe
0: just loves i love well, red, I lo- uh, just like, a red corvette just like <laughs> oh man that thing's <laughs> fucking fast i
2: love derrick henry though i think that he's just completely misused you love
0: every running well like
2: back. last week the the titans ran the ball twice before halftime mm-hmm. and then they ran the ball like a million times after halftime and derrick henry had a touchdown on 120 yards why
0: would you run the ball with ryan Tannehill on your backfield well, that's so exactly this is right.
1: and they played Carolina who has the worst run defense. Yeah, it in made the no league. sense. Yeah. So
0: I I'm just wondering like
2: if you give Derrick Henry the ball, slow the game down a little bit, mm-hmm. um whether that's something that they can kind of try to exploit. Because I feel like Derrick he's a big guy, big running back. It's kinda of, kinda of, kinda of running back that can maybe um like get the defense tired, you know, um and slow the game down and maybe give you an issue covering, but maybe not at the five and a half, you
1: know. I, I I understand it. Um the Chiefs are good defensively. I bet it with
2: you, but I'm yeah, just saying. The Chiefs yeah. are
1: very good defensively. They're 11th overall. Um they're 4th overall against the pass. Um and that's really where they kind of make their uh make their money. Um but I think the Chiefs are just in a different class and I think that this is uh you know pretty much just bet the better team under a touchdown and and kind of just root for it and Watch it happen. So yeah, that's my bet. Chiefs, I bet it all the way up to six. I got a three and a half. Get it wherever you can. Um, it'll probably go up to five and a half. So I'm going to put it at five and a half when, yeah. uh, when Mahomes comes back. Get it while it's hot.
0: All right. Oh, we have other bets or no? Is that yeah.
1: it? I have, I'll, I'll do one more bet. I have one more
2: too. So I'm going to be a real homer here and take my New York football Giants minus two and a half. Um, I just think the Jets are absolutely hopeless, and uh, the Giants have been. They're trying to win. Uh, they, I know that they were cursed by a black cat last week, but I think that the Jets are cursed by something much worse. Saw Adam that Gaze. black cat
1: live. Oh, it was yeah. was a sight to behold. Me and Terry were around. Yeah, meow, was it?
2: Uh, was the cat bigger or smaller than you anticipated? Like,
0: it was pretty big.
1: It was yeah. a big cat. I felt bad for the cat because it, it definitely was, probably was, scared, it yeah. was scared out of its mind. And you can tell by the way it was... one <laughs> <laughs> you could tell by the way it was so, running um, that it was freaking out because they had eighty thousand people screaming at it. So yeah, um, but it really—you know—the Giants are cursed now. So how do you feel about that?
2: Yeah, the Giants are. Cursed. It's all right. I think that the Jets have a much worse. Curse. Also,
1: I don't know. Like, when did black cats become like a big? I don't like, know. Curse? Like they're just trying to live their lives
2: all the time. <laughs> We're pro cat podcast. Uh, very
1: pro cat podcast. Yeah.
2: Corey's producer Corey. I'm, <laughs> we'll, I'm, we'll
0: wait, but producer Corey probably has something to say about I that. Disav- Avow, disavow cats.
2: Well, they doc, suck. Well, it doesn't matter because you're anonymous. The two named hosts. Corey, <laughs> producer Corey's turning on <laughs> his microphone.
1: <laughs> it,
0: started, it started in 1969 for sports when a black cat ran across the field in the Cubs game. They were eight games up on the Mets. Well, the Cubs and, had a, and a million other issues. Uh, Miracle Mets. They have yellow yeah, eyes. That's when they came
3: have out. Have you looked at them? Yeah. They're terrifying. All right. Well... You have
1: have green eyes And
3: when you show up I get free donuts From the lady at Dunkin Donuts (laughs) That's a good thing
1: Why why are you not a cat
3: guy They always look like they're hiding something I also grew up in the Meadowlands Where it is actually cat infested
2: Listen there's nothing wrong with looking like You're hiding something I'm not even going (laughs) to
3: dig into that Because I'm not your therapist they're,
0: They're not very lovable
1: Oh, what cat's are you talking great? about? I did could just
3: pick up a dog and hug it and I'm not getting clawed. Yeah, they're yeah stupid
1: it, animals. Dogs you are you really might, like, just lick like lick your
3: face. Dogs are. Yeah, it's like a sandpaper tongue. Who wants. Like, I don't need a sheen on my cheek. You, guys, you know, the problem is, you, you, dogs, guys, you guys
1: have to work for cat's affection and you guys are just not lovable people, maybe.
0: Well, did Whoa. you know that a cat's mouth is dirtier than a dog's mouth? Says who? science
1: <laughs> Please, where please where look c- that
3: up please please there's more bacteria
0: in a cat's mouth than it is in a dog's MLA mouth. If you, get, if you if you get bit by a cat it's more dangerous than if you get bit by a i dog. agree
3: i agree it's because i've seen a cat drag a huge rat in its mouth and i've never seen a dog do that so
1: all right i i'm not really di- i mean i guess we're two and two cat apex predator girl. yeah so all right so Joe's on so Giants, Giants minus yeah. two and a half. I was all over this until I s- told the public was really all on this. And I, I got to look at the uh, it's also like 78 percent of the bets are on the Giants right now. And my you want to hear my DVOA research on this? Oh, well, they both stink. No, they both. have Well, yes, they both are <laughs> terrible teams. We did get Leonard Williams from them, though. But there are two mismatches here. One of them benefits the Jets. One of them benefits the Giants. Jets, 29th rushing offense versus the Giants, 14th rushing defense, which isn't, you know, the Giants don't have a great rushing defense, but that's a pretty big disparity. Yeah. The biggest disparity is, and this is a shocking stat, but the Jets have the second best run defense in the NFL. It's probably because nobody was. Oh, that's actually really weird. Well, yeah, because yeah, you were gonna say no one's running against but them. They're because, but running. they're always running. It's <laughs> because yeah. they're always up. So the Jets have a, and they, they, you know, they got Jamal Adams. They used to have Leonard Williams, yeah. but they have a decent defense. It's just their offense is terrible. They have the worst passing offense in the the NFL, worse than the Dolphins. You saw that last week. Yeah, but if Saquon Barkley can't get can't get running, can't get moving, and the Jets kind of play this defensive game where they can kind of smack Daniel Jones around a little bit, wouldn't be surprising. But that's just my thing.
0: The Jets just need to hire an offensive mind coach, and then they'll be fine.
1: Next bet, Terry. Uh,
0: My next bet. What did you just
1: bet? Uh, Giants.
0: Ugh. Um. I'm going to take the. I'm going to steal Dom's bet. Maybe. Wait. What's your next bet?
1: I'm not telling you.
0: Is it the Steelers?
1: It might have been. It's always the Steelers. Right, well, you I'll could take. take no, the you take. take I, no, I,
0: I, you have better stats than I do. I just make things up. <laughs> I'm taking the Panthers, five and a half. Meow. Cat guy. <laughs> Cat guy. I'll give you two. I'm taking the Panthers, uh, five and a half. It's kind of a dead number. I think it should get bet up a little bit more. So wait for maybe the six, maybe six and a half. Maybe even catch a little live action. Um, I think the Panthers are very good. Uh, They have a top 10 Devo defense. Right, Dom? Yes. Packers have a top 10 Devo offense. So whip it
1: panthers this is the panthers you're talking about yeah so the panthers have the fourth best rushing offense green bay has a 26th uh ranked rushing defense Boom. But so but the pretty big mismatch because carolina has the worst rushing defense against green bay's fourth ranked rushing offense so
0: it sounds th- the same they're like the same
1: 30 the, the carolina panthers have the worst like so they're both both teams are good on the ground against yeah. the other okay So that's if we're looking for DVOA.
0: Yeah, perfect. Give me the points. (laughs) I don't. I don't (laughs) trust the Packers look weird. Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur. Do they like each other? I really does. Aaron Rodgers like anyone? Definitely not. I really don't think he does. Like he likes his Allstate guy. I see all those commercials, but I like, think that's about it. I don't
2: even know if he likes him. I think he just does it for the money. It's also State Farm, not
0: Allstate. <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: So State Farm might, might want to rethink their multi-million dollar ad campaign.
0: Yeah.
1: You just cited a competitor, direct competitor, <laughs> Yeah, his commercial. I don't
0: pay attention. <laughs>
1: well, Allstate, uh, if you're looking
0: for a sponsor. The other, the other one I'm going to throw in real quick I uh, just gonna touch on t- the two other games that are a little little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are double digit divisional games. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the Ravens, Bengals and the uh Falcons, Saints. Okay. I lean more towards betting the Falcons or the Saints. Thirteen is a lot of points for a divisional game. Um it's Don't in a get dome. Down going. Everyone's counting the the Falcons out. I don't know how Mike Smith is still the head coach. So that's a little scary. Um, but I feel like all those games are generally mean. close. They still, all, you know, still have Matt Ryan. They still have Julio Jones. I think, I think this could be a game where, uh, you know, ten. They lose by ten. You cover.
1: I, yeah. I love that you just said this, and I love that we share a super contest together because I could not agree with you more. Uh, I don't want to bet this. In the super no, I'm contest. not saying we're betting the Falcons. <laughs> I'm saying we're not betting the Saints. The Saints, uh, the only real advantage they have over the Falcons in terms of rush pass is uh, Atlanta's bad against the run. Saints are good against the run, and this, the New Orleans good in the air. Falcons are bad defending the pass. Um but Falcons have lost six straight games against the spread. That's gotta regress to the mean. You would it's a think. huge spread and the Falcons are good at throwing the ball. And that's just screams backdoor cover with thirteen points. You yeah. saw it against the Se- yeah. against the Seahawks the other day. Yeah. Or two weeks ago when they uh when they went out to a huge lead and then Falcons just came back in it. They didn't have Matt Ryan then, but they may have Matt Ryan this week. So I, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. Thanks, And then
2: man. on your Ravens point, which way were you leaning? Uh,
0: if it gets over 10, I would take the Bengals.
2: Yeah, so I bought – Letdown game. Dom they just I beat I the
0: Patriots. It was the biggest game of the year, and they uh, yeah. they covered.
2: Yeah, I mean, Dom and I, I think just, we both just bought the half point to make it Ravens 9.5. Mm-hmm. At
1: minus 115. Ravens' best rush offense in the NFL, Cincinnati, 29th best rush defense. Huge mismatch. Sounds Um, big. Big mismatch. Yeah, it
2: sounds like a big Mark Ingram game.
1: And similar to another game I was talking about, the only real Achilles heel the Ravens have in terms of the advanced metrics, they can't defend the run. Cincinnati is the worst rushing team (laughs) in the NFL. Joe Mixon, get right game. Yeah. So yeah maybe, I mean you never know rush for so I'm, I'm more inclined to say that the Ravens beat the uh, covered a, a 10 point spread than the Saints do against the Falcons yeah Absolutely. no I, Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I would I'm, I'm probably I'm betting the Falcons plus 13.
1: Oh, both
0: <laughs> yeah put it on the books
1: um, another that, that we'll finish it out with this bet my last bet um, Steelers I'm gonna buy up past the four point hook plus four and a half at home. Against the saints it's minus one twenty five right now they're
0: playing the Rams
1: or, or against the Rams, this, but Steelers plus four and a half Tomlin as a home underdog covers around sixty five percent of the time. Um, this is a team in the Steelers that is a little sneaky right now, a little sneaky sneaky <laughs> <laughs> Just like a cat. (laughs) Hiding. They're four and four. When they made that trade for Minka Fitzpatrick, everyone was kind of like, what are you doing? Going to be a bad team, maybe bottom five of the NFL. But now they're four and four. They got kind of an easier schedule coming ahead. And their defense is very, very good. Um, They have the fifth best defense in the league per DVOA. And the Rams really haven't been good offensively. And the only thing that scares me in this game is McVay off a bye but Tomlin as a home dog over the four and a half hook is just so tasty to me. Um, Rams, are Rams 18th best offense in the league, 17th, 17th rush pass. um, Really no edge against the Steelers at all offensively. Um, And the Rams have a good run defense, but the Steelers have kind of just been winning games based on their defense and kind of just keeping it close and, Weird things happen in Heinz Field, you know. So I think the Rams win this game twenty three ten twenty four. I mean twenty three twenty twenty four twenty, and you'll be very happy you have that plus four and a half with Tomlin at home. So yeah,
0: I I would I'll jump on that
1: uh, with you.
0: Thank I you. just you know Rams coming east, golf playing outside of a stadium always seems to be a little off. And um, you got just, a weather report, and we're looking at we're looking at <laughs> minus one thirty. Buying it up to four and a half. Okay, where was that on? Fanduel. Oh,
2: so it went up. FanDuel, I was looking so at easy today. To buy points. It's the best.
0: I'll, I only I'll, check I'll Fanduel.
1: Do th- I'll do mine. one thirty.
2: Sh- I'll do
0: Always shop your lines. Yeah.
2: yeah. Always buy the
0: points. And tip tip your bartender. Yeah.
1: So that's our NFL. We will. Um, hey, we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this segment on load management is brought to you by Centauri Whiskey. Be strong. Is that the logo?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Be strong. Joe, you've been betting NBA pretty hard. Um, We have kind of gotten, what has it been, like two weeks of NBA? Yeah. Um,
0: How's your load?
2: Um, It's being managed but a little bit more than I would like to be
1: managed. So you and I were talking a little bit before you were complaining or just talking about – not complaining. You were talking about a real opportunity there was for people to be looking at injuries and load management. And so I just wanted you to just kind of tell the listeners what you look for in terms of – Kind of siphoning through yeah. all of this injury news, people sitting out. You talked a little bit about it before on our preview podcast. So, yeah. how about a little a bit of
2: update? So, uh, to update this, we've had the first like major uh, sit out, or so to speak, or load managed. Uh, Kawhi Leonard has had his load managed.
0: <laughs> Is a sit out different than a sit in? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs>
2: so uh, the uh, today or yesterday, um, the. Clippers decided to sit Kawhi Leonard against the Bucks in a nationally televised game and that has caused a number of issues regarding the number one obviously the money in terms of the people that are going to see the game the fact that it's on national television etc 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 big matchup against Giannis and the Bucs um, but it also presented this opportunity where the line swung dramatically and it also it didn't it didn't move right away. So it moved, when the news came out, the bucks were plus one and about uh, minus 105 in terms of the money line. Um, the lo- markets all seemed to freeze for a little bit. I was able to catch it at minus 105 on the money line. Um, and then it came back again, maybe like half an hour later, and they only moved the money line to minus 122 and the bucks to minus one and a half. Now, as of this podcast, the pregame, the Bucks are minus six. So, I think the thing that you need to look at is there's certain guys that are going to sit. Um, the NBA does not seem like they're going to cause any issues here with Kawhi Leonard and sitting this way. Um, so, he's going to be coming back off this type of injury. You see, Paul George on the same team is going to be doing something similar. Um, although he seems to be less likely to sit. But I think you're going to see something. This is going to happen with the Warriors now, too. The fact that they are just not good, a million injuries. D'Angelo Russell's already sat now for like his third straight game. Draymond Green has a ligament issue, quote-unquote, that he is even like kind of laughing about when talking to reporters about it, um, as it looks like the Warriors are going into full tank mode here. So it's something to look at, and it's something to think about before. So if you look at, certain NBA players, most guys are not worth more than a point or two against the spread but guys that have elite talent like Kawhi Leonard worth four and a half, five points against the spread. Um, and when you're looking at that, you need to be jumping on So even if the line, like yesterday, it came back, it didn't present the same amount of value at uh, plus one and a half or minus 122 versus minus 105 or plus one, but it's le- it moved less than you would think it should have considering the fact that Kawhi Leonard is like a five-point type of guy in terms of what the spread is. So, maybe minus six is a little bit of an overcorrection, um, but those are things that you need to be looking at. You want to be having those like Twitter notifications on, whether it's uh, woes or whatever your fantasy like basketball is or whatever it is that you want to follow, um, just to kind of try to catch those little advantages because you're going to get crazy closing line value if you're able to get uh, one of those superstars um, sitting and catch that on a day where they're either you know, getting rested for an injury reason or it's like a, you know, the ass end of an ass to ass, whatever it is, um, you're going to be able to jump all over that. So just something to think about. Um, and it does present an cr- incredible opportunity for value on either a bad team, on like a fat money line, or you might be able to get a good team in a premier matchup at almost a pick em versus maybe a minus four,
1: minus five, minus six. So that's kind of where we're at. Very good analysis, Joe. Very good analysis. Thank you. It's really like I said, gambling is a twenty four seven job, and uh, you really <laughs> got to set those alerts and be ready to pounce at the lines. I mean, but you like you said, you can kind of, you can kind of really just you know pro proactively look and see. Yeah. Okay, this guy's on a back to back. He's probably going to be here before the line moves exactly
2: because so. the Clippers basically said for Kawhi Leonard, he's not going to be playing in both games of. Uh, a back-to-back if for the foreseeable future. So mm-hmm. you kind of know, like, right now he's sitting today or today, yesterday against the Bucks, but then the Clippers play uh, tonight against the Blazers. So he's anticipated to play in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can look at that game and kind of treat it appropriately in terms of the minus five and a half that yeah. it's set at right now. Um, but. There's that. And then just in terms of who I thought was going to be good versus who I thought isn't going to be good, the Suns are really good. The Suns are legit. Um, Like, I like them a lot. The Mavericks also look incredible. Luka Doncic has really taken the next step. Uh, Towns looks like an absolute freak of nature for, mm. the, for the Wolves. I know you love that. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I think that their development is just going to be whenever they figure out they need to get rid of Andrew Wiggins yeah. or tell him to take a complete backseat to Towns. So, uh, otherwise, they're not going to make the next step.
1: So, you know, NBA still chugging along. Stay uh, you know, tuned to Joe on Twitter. Look at his picks, It's Action Network because uh, the lines move fast, so... He jumps on them. Yeah. You know, you see value, you take value. So uh, that kind of goes into our next segment. Yeah. Um,
2: But before we get into... Uh, the inclusive parlay, mm-hmm. I have a sorry, not sorry, and it has to do with my pick last week in the inclusive parlay was the San Antonio Spurs. I said to take them at whatever the line was, um, but I projected a plus six, which would have been a push, <laughs> and instead it was a plus five, and they lost it by one. <laughs> they, or they didn't cover by one point. So I'm not sorry because I did have the analysis right. There just wasn't a line posted. Um and uh, I wish that uh, I had said, take it at pl- by the points, plus six when we so,
1: recorded. So, inclusive parlay, we are 0-2 on the year, minus two units. But we really just need to hit one before we're 0-6 <laughs> to get back in the That's green. Um, so, I have losses marked down. I, I fucked it up week one. Joe fucked it up week two. Um, so, Terry, all eyes on you this week.
0: Yeah, I'm awesome.
1: <laughs> um Joe, do
2: you want to start it out? Yeah, so I'm going to roll into my take about the Suns being good, and I like them. Money line at home tomorrow night, minus 115. The heat are coming from east to west uh, to go play in Phoenix. You know, hot place, a little dry, hard to play. Um, It's not like that wet heat like they got in Miami. So uh, I'm going to stick with the Suns. Devin Booker is going to keep it uh, it cooking, and uh, the Suns are good.
1: So Phoenix, minus 115. Terry?
0: you go all
1: right i am going to take um and i was going to touch on this in the nfl segment but i'm going to take the monday night football game ooh the seahawks plus six going into san francisco on monday night it's actually six and a half right now so um, you can still get it six and a half on uh draft and it looks like the line's moving up six and a half so we'll go six and a half on the seahawks um, I've talked a lot about DVOA and how the Niners are number one in DVOA, and you might be thinking to yourself, how are you going to pick against the number one team? Yeah, I want to veto
0: this so bad.
1: All right, but here you go. I or, love the Seahawks. Here you, here you go, Terry.
0: I know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to win because Joe loves the Seahawks. So. Seahawks.
1: Um, <laughs> so go, when you look closer <laughs> at the DVOA between these two teams, there really isn't a huge disparity in terms of passing – Offense versus passing defense and rushing offense versus rushing defense. Seahawks are ninth overall in DVOA. They're third offensively, 27th defensively. Niners are first in DVOA, 12th offensively, second defensively. But let's unpack that for a little bit. Oh, let's stay a while. I don't want to. (laughs) The biggest thing here is the Seahawks have the number one passing offense versus the 49ers' number one passing defense. So There's going to be a clash of the best passing team in the league versus the best passing defense in the league. But the San Francisco 49ers have yet to face a top 10 offense. And Wilson, Russell Wilson, that is. MVP this is, candidate. This is a like. tweet from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football. The 49ers defense plays zone at the third highest rate in the NFL. Seattle just faced three defenses that play man coverage at some of the highest rates in the NFL, which is Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Baltimore. Splits for Russell Wilson versus man-to-man. 45% success rate, 6.7 yards per attempt. Versus zone, 61% success rate, 9.3 yards per attempt. So this is going to be a Seahawks team um, that's going to be at a little bit of an advantage against a Niners defense that is very good, but they play a lot of zone defense, and Russell Wilson loves playing against the zone. Now, the Niners—this is really the first good team they're going to play all year. Um, this game just screams to me uh, like a, a classic primetime game. Really uh-huh. marquee first marquee matchup that the, the, the league has had on a Monday night, really. And under six and a half, I think it's it's you know I do I think the Niners win. Yes. But I think the Seahawks cover that six and a half, so my pick is going to be Seattle plus six and a half i love do that. I
0: do believe that uh Kyle Shanahan has does not have a good record as a favorite against the spread
1: and it's also a divisional game you know yep. divisional game a little familiarity also, um, yeah
0: if this is six, I would love the 49ers this is also just the thing that scares me is that it's classic Russell Wilson garbage time're we down. 10, uh-huh. with like, I'm, I'm going to get a, a touchdown with, like, three seconds left. They also, so it looks like we only lost by three. And it was like, oh, it was a close game. It's like, no, you're losing by 15 the entire game. Yeah. yeah. They so, also
2: are going to get Josh Gordon this game, too. So, I mean, you're going to have three t- like upper echelon wide receivers have to deal with when
0: are we going to stop calling josh gordon an upper echelon wide receiver it's <laughs> well, like he's apparently not, not like, on this podcast. like, like jesus christ he doesn't <laughs> well, he plays three games a year and it's just like oh well they're gonna get josh gordon back i mean it's, it's i just good. think for like it's a, good on him because if he never plays and people are like oh potentially yeah. we got josh gordon back well
2: for a number three wide receiver he's kind of hard to beat
0: So that's like Chase Daniels. That's why he's been in the league for fucking 15 years, because he never has to play. And like, he doesn't want Mitch Trubisky to get benched or else he's out of a job. He's going to get not going (laughs) to sign with a team because he's actually going to have to play.
2: Like, oh, yeah, Chase
0: Daniels. Yeah, he backed up Drew Brees. Yeah, he's good. (laughs)
2: Lock it elite, though. Um,
0: Well, I'm on record. I'm vetoing this. I know it's it's a it's a, it's a symbolic move. <laughs> yeah,
3: Joe Your veto's been noted. Joe, it's, all right. <laughs> it's all right.
1: Joe's Joe's not going to veto I'm this. Such a
0: Seahawks stand.
1: Um,
0: Seahawks stand. Yeah, uh, okay, so, I'll go. You're done.
1: So we got Phoenix minus <laughs> Phoenix Phoenix minus one fifteen. Seahawks plus six and a half. Um, oh, is Phoenix
0: was Joe's pick. I was not listening to it.
1: Yes. Phoenix money on. It. Okay, I'm going to
0: talk about a game people actually care about. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go down to uh, the SEC country. We're going to talk about a little, uh, a little, go Tigers! A little LSU, oh. Alabama.
3: <laughs> oh!
0: I love this. And we're, you know, look, you look at the point total. Like, SEC is defense. We're talking defense. A coach, defensive guy, run through a brick wall. Nick Saban, defensive guy. No points are going to be scored in this game. Just kidding. Take the over
3: 63.
0: (laughs) Hammer it. (laughs) You have Joe Burrow. You have Tua, who's most likely going to come back. Two of the best quarterbacks in the country. Two Heisman Trophy candidates bringing their explosive offenses. Might as well call the SEC the Big 12. Um, No one plays defense there anymore. Action Network, Colin Wilson, points out. That LSU defense ranks 113th in opponent pass explosiveness, which means that Alabama will have yak on yak on yak. Give Judge Jerry Judy the ball. He's going to be running from end zone to end zone all day long. Hit him on those quick slants. Went to his back. Joe Burrow, he's going to have his way with the Alabama defense. This is going to be points. This is not... Your grandfather's LSU Alabama game. Freddie Kitchens is not playing quarterback. Booger McFarlane is not on the field. We want points. We're going to get points. Take the over 63. Book it.
1: Phoenix, Phoenix money line. Bama LSU over 63. Seahawks plus six and a half. One unit to win back 5.47 units. Let's get a win here, boys. Strong. Don't look at me. (laughs) <laughs> moving on we have our rv tripping choo-choo vroom vroom ba-dum, ba-dum. last week we lost um our
0: we drove cross-country
1: we drove cross-country to georgia uh, Beth we, Georg- we
0: kind of went from the georgia of the west coast arizona <laughs> to the georgia of the east coast
1: georgia So we have been to California, Arizona, and Georgia. We are one and two. One win, two losses. We are minus 0.3 units. Is that? No, that can't be right.
0: I, I, I don't know. We're one and two. It's got to be
1: one point three units. Minus one point three units. Yeah, yeah, not great. Minus one point three units. The rules for this has to be a game um, under minus two hundred, but we have to bet back to win one unit, um, one unit win. So if it's minus one forty, we got to bet one point four units to win back one. For this week, getting back on track, we're gonna throw it in the Springhole.net random U.S. state picker. (laughs) And the state is South Dakota. Nice. The
0: Badlands. Uh, I always think they should just be one Dakota.
1: Yeah. I mean, before, so some Wikipedia facts here. um, Oh, do
0: you know the capital? Pierre. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually used to know all 50 states. Do you know
0: North Dakota's capital? Bismarck. Yeah.
1: Try me, try me, try me That's it, that's all I care okay. about right now um, So Before South Dakota Was called South Dakota It was called the Dakota Territory um, It was admitted uh, to the Union um, Actually Wikipedia, is, I will say over under here Over under 39 and a half Admitted to the Union North or south? South Uh, Over I will say under You're both right because, you're both wrong, because it's 39 and a half. Wikipedia says 39th or 40th. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're both right. It just depends where you got the line.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it <just>
3: depends <laughs> depends Guys, he, it's
2: really
1: important to line shop. Yeah. That's, thank you for indulging me in that exercise on line shopping. Nicknames the Mount Rushmore State. Oh, yeah, that oh, yeah, is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, nice.
0: the gold mountains. Nice car. No, the Black Hills. Yeah. Let's we have, let's give we have let's give Native Americans the Black Hills. Oh wait, there's gold in there. Get the fuck out. <laughs> We're taking that back too.
1: <laughs> we have all Republican executive branch, legislative branch, all Republican US senators, only one US House representative representing the whole state. Um, Wait,
0: so they have two senators and one house? <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> Is that the only state that has that? No,
1: no I think oh, there's... Probably the other Dakota. I think there's a couple other states that have that. Like New Hampshire, I think, has one. Um,
0: okay, no one cares.
1: Idaho? Yeah. Idaho, well, so it's, maybe uh, the, Montana. Give us more facts. There's less than a million people.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: What's their state animal? Antelope. State animal. State animal. It's like,
0: it's like bison.
1: State symbols. Here we go. No state. Oh, coyote. Oh, Ooh, coyote. Uh, state fish: the walleye. Hmm. State mineral: rose quartz. State insect: the honeybee. Honey state boo-boo. tree: the black hill spruce. State bird: the ring-necked pheasant. Ooh. State flower: American pasque flower. State motto: Under God, the people rule. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that sounds like that's sounds that sounds <laughs> like
0: a Christian rock song. I I'm hoping I'm hoping there is just like the punctuation is just two different <laughs> sentences. <laughs> just like State under God, people s- rule.
1: Last uh last last fact before we bet a game. State slogan, great faces, period. Great places, period.
0: <laughs> I like that. That's a great like Instagram post. Yeah. yeah. Great faces, great places.
2: Yeah. With like the the handover
1: emoji.
0: Hashtag, if you love your job, you don't work a day in your life.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. Are they? Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: <no>.
1: <laughs> the, okay, so we have the better game in South Dakota. Um, oh. There are no professional. This is per Wikipedia. Um, I don't know source. if you knew this. Because of its low population, South Dakota does not host any major league professional sports franchises.
2: Because of its what?
1: Low population. Oh. Well, had a sta- uh, like the a state team. the state has minor league and independent league teams. Oh. They're like uh
0: pandas or Japan. They just don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what <laughs> we're never going to get that pandas don't have sex
0: like they have to force them to have sex so they can have more pandas oh, jim really? jeffries did a whole bit about it but it's actually true famous japan also has a dwindling population because they're
1: they're falling in love falling with in love their with robots. technologies with robots, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's so a discussion won't. for another day okay um famous south dakota athletes Over-run billy mills Congress. mike miller mark ellis becky uh, hammond brock lesnar adam wow. venateri
0: becky hammond Basketball star, the isn't she the coach for the Spurs?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, all you right, said
0: so Billy what Mills, I... I thought you meant Billy. Billy Bay. Billy Madison, <laughs> Billy, Billy Bates here. <laughs> <laughs> Oxyclean. Now we all know that Oxyclean was just cocaine. <laughs> Imagine sort. R.I.P. Wait.
1: Um, what game were we betting? How are we getting back on track? Yet?
0: So I googled. I used the Google machine. There are two big colleges. There is San Diego University, the Coyotes. Well, the Coyotes.
1: (laughs) Coyotes. Back up. You just said San Diego University. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) sorry.
0: South Dakota University, the the Coyotes. Which is
1: the state animal.
0: Which is the state animal. And then there's San Diego State you know, original name.
1: San Diego State. Why do you keep saying that?
0: Because I was looking at, uh, I was looking at FanDuel and San Diego State popped up and I was like, oh, wow, they actually have the game on FanDuel. And I realized it's not. It's South Dakota. South Dakota State, uh, the Jackrabbits, which is an electric name. So both these teams, okay, so basketball, in terms of basketball, uh, South Dakota, I believe, was not, uh, was playing away games for the next week, going to Hawaii, which seems pretty cool. Um, and the South Dakota State was playing Peru State, which I'm not sure. There's no, there's is no it line. Is it Le- Peru a country? <laughs> Let it be known, there's no line for that game. <laughs> so we go to basketball, which is you know a sport we've been betting a lot. Uh, South Dakota is playing Youngstown State out of Ohio. I've heard of that they one. They are a one-point favorite home team, obviously. Uh, they're playing in the Dakota Dome, which, I mean.
2: Love alliteration.
0: do like, put the, the Thunderdome on notice. Um, <laughs> and Okay, so South Dakota, they're 3-6, and six, not having a great year. They've lost th- three in a row, four in a row. Hold on, let me pull up my article. Yeah, so they've lost three in a row. They've had over 400 yards total offense in each of those games. So, I mean, they fucking... Just a few. They moved the ball. Um, Youngstown State, 5-1. and one. They're 1-4 one in conference. So, actually, South Dakota, South Dakota has a better conference record. So, let that be. known. Nice. <laughs> um, the problem is, South Dakota has turned the ball over 13 times the past... Three games. That's Ooh. not good. They don't take care of the football. I
2: think Daniel Jones over there.
0: All right, so let's go to South Dakota State. They are ranked fourth in the FCS powerhouse, mm-hmm. playing Illinois State, who's ranked ninth. Didn't
1: Carson Wentz go to South Dakota State?
0: Yes. Um, whose coach then went to Wyoming, and they also that's where Josh Allen went. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they are fourth, FCS, mm-hmm. Illinois State, they're from Illinois. They're ranked ninth in FCS. Okay. They just lost um, big to I forget who. But they or they haven't been playing very well recently. Uh, they keep turning the ball over as well. Um, but the line is 17 and a half, Ooh. which is a lot. Of, that's a lot. That's a lot of points because you're give, giving away the hook. Um, sorry, they're ranked 11th. Um, and they're six and three. So, you know, I I don't know. Do you want to talk this out? What do you want to do? Uh, I will give props to South Dakota. Their website is better than South Dakota State. They have preview articles. They have, you know, a lot more information. Um, South Dakota State's website just says the game is here at this time. More details, and then you click on that, and then it's the same information. Which is what no is, information.
1: What has South Dakota State been doing? Have they been covering big spreads, or?
0: Uh yeah, they've been they've been putting up points. Also, I wanted to know when I googled South Dakota football, an article came up about a high school team that just played. There's a big controversy about it because they just won a hundred and three to nothing. <laughs> so
1: wait, who is South Dakota playing?
0: South Dakota is playing Youngstown State. South Dakota State. South Dakota State is playing Illinois State.
1: But they played South Dakota they played Youngstown State um on October twelfth and 38-28.
0: Who did? South Dakota State?
1: Yeah, so. Um I think that seventeen and a half is, is way too big of a number. It's a huge I, number.
0: I think, you know, three games skid, turn around, protect the football. They've been
1: putting up they've been putting up points on offense. I you know, I yeah, would. I mean nothing like the. I think nothing like the Dakota Dome team. You know, oh make wait, him, uh,
2: yeah, to straighten things out.
0: Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. That
1: mm,
2: how important is this?
0: It could be very important. Um
2: withholding information,
0: Youngstown State is six and one in the series for against South Dakota. South Dakota State game, Military Appreciation Day. Appreciation Day.
1: I don't know. What do you think, Joe?
0: You're Joe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's, uh,
2: let's take these points. I feel like that's a lot of points. 17 and a half. So you want to
3: you take Illinois State? I don't know. I God. really don't know. Oh, wow. Producer Corey, it's not a good sign that you're asking me to weigh in. I mean, I'm just the guy who puts the gas in the tank. I like a nail biter. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I think 17 and a half is just
1: way too many points. It's so
3: many. like You're, you're, you're getting the hook.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a lot of points. I mean, if I I and would and half, I would say I would say either Illinois State or or South Dakota, unless you want to go Youngstown State.
0: I'll take we, I'll take Illinois State. I don't like betting against the Jackrabbits. They got electric colors. <laughs> but, you know, you got to follow the the people. Yeah, cuz under God, the people rule. <laughs>
2: I mean, they're eleventh. Does in that the apply
3: to them? They're eleventh in the FCS.
2: <laughs> like they're eleventh
0: in the FCS. Yeah,
1: How bad could they really? Let's not be? overthink yeah, this one. I think Illinois State. Why plus is 17 the line so high? <laughs> they, we're, we're probably missing that their quarterback. They just play like, at.
3: Died. Like, <laughs> yeah. There was a tragic bus accident last weekend.
0: They yeah. play at Dana J Dykehouse Stadium. Or it's Dick House. It's D Y K
1: H
2: O S E that's that's the,
0: that's the real Dakota dome. It's the Dick House.
1: All right. To to prevent the segment from going entirely too long, which it already has, Illinois State, are we betting? Yeah, seventeen. And Plus and a half. seventeen and a half. And it's yeah. running. Seems All right.
0: sacrilegious, but
1: Choo Choo. We'll pass the uh, we'll pa- pass Mount Rushmore on the way which is like a really stupid landmark like what is what's the point of that it's also created by know. a uh, i'm so surprised i'm so surprised trump has not like made it a thing to put his old face on there like well, the guy who originally well, the made Ro-
2: dead the rock is an they they orange that. so yeah but that's <laughs> They'll the have watch out for that watch face. out watch
1: out for that at the next rally in between people getting punched and Racist things being
0: changed. Uh, I don't know. Illinois State loses. When they lose, they do not <laughs> lose.
1: <laughs>
0: they lost to Iowa, Northern Iowa 27-10. That's a cover. I guess. <laughs> All right.
1: Illinois State plus 17 and a half.
0: Oh, they beat, they beat our only win. They beat the Lumberjacks.
1: Oh, this is an easy oh, bet.
2: Oh, shit. 40-27. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: We're on. on We're my, in. On my birthday. Oh, wow. Wow you can
1: plus figure that out. Plus 17 and a half. That's September 24th. Why would... Am I right?
2: I'll bleep it out. No. <laughs> Damn it. Only
1: 365 like, Why, why
0: would you do that? You have to cut this. Yeah, you got to cut this part. All right. Well, why, why, why would you explain it? That was a Joe move. You just pulled the Joe.
1: I wanted to just let you know how much I knew about your birthday. Illinois State, plus 17 and a half. RV tripping. We're going to get it back. Fill it up. Vroom, vroom.
0: I'm not confident, but we'll get there. We'll get there. It's okay.
1: You have a long drive to think about it. Okay. All right. um, When... Change your mind. On the next uh, end of this break, other side of the break, we'll uh, we'll talk about whether or not... um,
0: Women should be able to vote. That was a joke, by the way. I was joking.
1: Um, He's not... (laughs) Me Museum, other fun things when we return. We
3: return. Daniel, take him out of here. Book him.
1: Before we get into me Museum, just wanted to bring in uh, the goatee of the week. And I'm going to nominate myself as the goatee of
0: the week. I second.
1: Wow. Um, because as someone who hates betting against the public, and we were talking about earlier about the NFL Week 9 games, I bet two out of the three most publicly bet games of the week, and I lost because I am, you know, I'm just somebody that I used to know.
0: Can I do a goatee on totals? I guess it would be myself, too. Very introspective podcast. Hmm. Uh, A few weeks ago, I complained about going to a Giants game. I was in a sweet box. (laughs) I don't know if I told you about this. Um, And I had the over in the Cardinals-Giants game, and uh, Aldrich Rosas hit the upright for me to lose the over. So, flash forward, I said I would never bet totals again. I bet the under in the Cowboys-Giants game. It was 49. It looked great. The Giants were driving down at the end of the game, but nothing was going to happen. There was about 20 seconds left on the clock. Daniel Jones gets sacked, fumbles, Cowboys pick out the ball, run in the end zone for a touchdown. I lose my under.
1: Yeah, I had left before that happened, but I can just imagine the rage.
0: I was filled with rage, especially with my friend sitting next to me, our friend, the entire drive saying... Don't worry, no, you got the under. It's all, its good. The Giants are going to score. I got blah, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, like I was just filled with rage. I'm very superstitious, and it's like, no one—it's a gambler. No one wants to hear someone next to you saying how good your bet is before it's cashed. And like, I mean, granted, I, he was right—the Giants didn't score. <laughs>
1: before before i even got the notification that they scored i just get a text in our group chat with the friend in it and it's just terry i'm gonna kill friend <laughs> he will be found in the meadowlands swamps <laughs> so yeah, good goatee. I, I, I second that goatee. That's a um, strong goatee. So Joe, do
3: you hate yourself the <laughs> No, I fucking love myself. Are you It's
0: MetLife it? Stadium
1: is my goatee. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> so MetLife Stadium and Terry and me, Dom, uh, goatees of the week. Love it. That'll be fun. Alright. Um, this meme is haha ha funny, but the topic of it is something that needs to be unpacked, and I know that Joe's aware of this. I know Terry doesn't really know what memes are. I know producer Corey's very aware of this because we've been sending them to each other. Love but that. these Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself memes. It's uh, wild. Are wild. I I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, for those of you who live under a rock, um you know, was a horrible, disgusting yeah. scum of a human being yeah. who uh, hung
3: out with horrible, disgusting yeah. human beings. Yeah. So, I like, mean, like, <laughs> under a rock, or not like, dead,
2: on a private island in a mansion that's owned by a multi billionaire. Yeah. Was it
0: pun intended?
1: Like Perhaps. Hung out. Perhaps. Didn't he hang himself? Allegedly. Allegedly. So, that's where we get Allegedly. into this. So, Jeffrey Epstein run ran multiple child sex rings for. Uh, wealthy elites, um, and then he was arrested and uh, for federal charges in 2019, July 6th, for se- sex trafficking of minors in Florida and New York. He died in his jail cell on August 10th, 2019. The medical examiner ruled the death a suicide, although Epstein lawyers have disputed the ruling, and that's kind of what brought this meme about, yeah. because Epstein's lawyers brought in their own medical examiner- yep. And the medical examiner concluded um, that there were signs of uh, that there was n- it was basically non-suicidal strangulation. Um, strangulation. Yeah, like somebody killed
2: his ass.
3: Um, so you important know. important fact is that he had already attempted suicide before, so he should have been on high alert. Mm-hmm. For and suicide. then they just were like, "Nah, you're." Oh him. no, the new guard that night was asleep. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah.
1: so the meme on the sh- and this meme is everywhere. Is all these memes um, that start off that pretty innocuous and just kind of are just, you know, regular old haha funny memes. And then, like, at the end, it'll just be Epstein didn't kill himself. And it's got all the way to Fox News, which is just a joke of an organization anyway. But hey, all right. (laughs) Sorry, joke aggregator. (laughs) They don't make their own. Where they had some guy. Last night, I was watching the election. Um, This is a quick aside about how Fox News is just absurd. All right. Everyone's covering the election. Obviously, big win for Democrats in Kentucky, um, flipping the governor's race. Virginia, first time they've had the entire government under control since 93. Um, Big losses all around, and every single news station is covering the election. It's not a to reform. Turn on Fox. No election results anywhere. They're talking about Mexican gangs.
3: (laughs) Well, duh, why yeah, wouldn't it yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. Have you never watched Gangland on Spike?
3: Yeah, geez. So, like, aren't you worried about the Mexican gangs? Fox News now.
2: All right. Like, instead of watching your echo chamber. Aside, I'm watching all the channels,
1: <laughs> and I see the echo chamber, and I'm just popping in and out of echo chambers.
3: Have you seen Dom's apartment? It's That's the god bad. view of echo chambers. <laughs> that is a wild way to put that
1: just popping into that echo chamber I do I I really do think I do that and I, I pride myself in that uh, but that's a my aside is over uh, so on Fox News <laughs>
3: Back to some front. guy
1: was like talking and talking about his like military fo- like foundation he started and then he just ends it with Epstein and Epstein didn't kill himself and so like there's this huge like conspiracy obviously in how Epstein's suicide was not rule you know it was ruled a suicide, Epstein's lawyers come in, which is also a thing, too, because Epstein's lawyers want something to be said. Absolutely. Not, uh, yeah. So, you know, there's medical examiners yeah. on both sides. And generally um, speaking,
3: there's a huge suicide problem in prisons. Oh, yeah, I'm not... You know. So people get killed, and it make they make it look like a, like a suicide, yeah. and nobody questions it. Like, that is a very common thing that yeah. occurs in so, a county
1: unnamed. So we'll post a couple of these Epstein memes just to aggregate... Um, the memes because yeah I actually saw done. somebody
2: went to one of my friends went to a Halloween party and there were like cookies out like that were looked like pumpkins and ghosts whatever and one of them just said Epstein didn't kill
3: himself <laughs> it's a lot for a little cookie
2: <laughs> so know, it, was, it was probably a big cookie nice pen what, and chip. what's the end game here uh, well the end game was that he died I no guess, I mean I mean like after
1: like what so. I just in, think it's the, crazy
2: that, like, the whole, like, internet is, like, everybody is kind of, like, on the same page with this. And they're just, like, no, we're good. We're just going to not investigate it anymore. I mean, I think it just needs somebody to, like, say, like, well, we're going to investigate well, that's, and prosecute it anyway. That's
1: the goal, right, is to find out that, you know, who killed him and whether or not they were connected to other high-profile yeah. people that he was, you know, acclimated with before. I think well, that would be, be the be.
0: assumption. Couldn't wasn't he a rich guy? Like he was Super. very. very. Like couldn't he was a rich guy. couldn't they just do it themselves? <laughs> couldn't they
3: do it themselves.
0: <laughs> he was a rich girl, Whitecliff. <laughs> um couldn't he have just like paid off the guard like hey, hey Is, uh, is
3: Whitecliff coming back soon?
0: I don't know.
2: It's November. Well, the crazy thing <laughs> was that like I think it was what, 3 years ago. Did you hear that hot mic? with the... I think it was an ABC reporter and she basically said she was so pissed because she had this whole story like three years ago mm-hmm. and then they told her like you can't... Don't, don't release it. It's not like good but it's like three years ago was which just adds to the conspiracy was right in the middle of the election and some of the people that were would have been implicated were like Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So...
3: Yeah, who knows? Yeah, Epstein was but close wait, to he was close
1: to Trump. He was close to Bill Clinton. He was close to uh, anybody
3: who wanted a young girl.
1: I've seen him pictures and with him and Bill Gates. Uh, just a lot of a lot of famous pictures he's taken with people. I don't know. Uh, there's video of him partying with Trump. And Trump's it is a like little feeling crazy. He's, the like, he's
0: like he's like a steakhouse dining room wall with all the celebrity (laughs) pictures up there. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. He is the wall.
2: It is a little crazy, though, because, I mean, if you think about it, even the way it's been, like, these types of things have been handled, like, now it's, like, way more atrocious. Not that it was any less atrocious before, but just the way it was handled. I mean, even the R. Kelly stuff, it's like it's coming to light, and you're like, now it's, like, this is a big, major problem, but Mm -hmm. back then it was, like... You peed on her.
1: Okay. I guess so. Yeah, I mean... It's just like, whatever. Like, nobody cared. It was crazy. Yeah, it's just... We're in a different generation. I blame Um, our parents. Yeah. Wait, so... Okay, boomer. boomer. (laughs) Oh, also, another meme. I completely forgot about. Stop yelling. yelling. Jeez,
2: there's people sleeping. Well, we need the boomers to hear. Yeah.
1: Okay, boomer. Also, another meme. Um, Turn those hearing aids up. So... Boomer, turn those hearing aids up. So part of this is part of the whole like anti millennial pushback, you know, the tide pods, people, you know, they hate working blah, 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 generation of that's people true. Crying yeah, and, no,
0: and I know.
1: Okay, boomer. <laughs> that's <laughs> Terry. That's Terry. Okay, boomer.
3: Let me write that down now.
1: <laughs> um, minute 1 hour 31 minutes. And that's basically the response is when anybody talks about how millennials are You know, uh, can't afford houses, they don't work hard, you know, they just, the response is, okay, boomer. And this has kind of become like a TikTok meme, which still has proven time and time again that TikTok is now like the real purveyor of memes and culture. Um, But now, okay, boomer has transitioned into probably just
3: as popular as a meme as, as Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Can I make a prediction? What's your prediction? Some millennials going to get a black eye on Halloween doing this to the, an uncle. He's going to start ranting. Halloween, or, like Halloween their, or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, sorry. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? You
2: say, we're past
3: that. Look, we had so much Halloween. It still, it still feels like it's here. I mean, um, Everclear is back. Saying OK Boomer gets people incredibly angry, and I don't get it. Well,
1: because I don't get, like, how... The greatest generation can be gave upset birth by, to by... such assholes? Well, no, it's it's just, like, millennials have to take it Whenever they talk about, oh, Tide Pods, ha, oh, like, you know. Like, we're all eating Tide it's Pods. It's like right? we're exactly. all, like, Sorry.
2: Epstein subjects. I
0: mean, it, it wasn't a good look.
1: But sure. If one, if, but, like, so if you have one person eating Tide Pods. And then another and then person people, can't and so operate. People, and so people make fun of the whole millennial generation that's okay with me as long as we can make fun of Boomer, the one, you know, your one racist Boomer uncle. And, like, let's put this so, on I was
2: going to just say, like, that can't operate Microsoft Word.
1: Oh, yeah, or that's it can't operate Microsoft Word or needs to, you know, need your help. Let's when,
3: put this into perspective. Let's take the Boomer's dumb idiot friend in high school and a Millennial's dumb idiot friend in high school. The Millennial, his dumb idiot friend will bite a Tide Pod. Tide pod. <laughs> the dumbass from the Boomer generation... Probably groped a lot of women, probably drank way too much, fucked up a bunch of Mustangs back in his day, and was pissed off that he had to wait in line to get gas. So I don't think it's that bad on the spectrum of how bad was it.
1: I just think that people that treat the generations equally. If you want to make fun of the millennials, you got to be able to make fun of yourself. Millennials make fun of, we make fun of ourselves all the time. None of us can afford a house, none of us can. Um, retire. None of us will have social self-deprecating Security, humor
3: so. is the only cure to make us feel better. Be your own goatee. Eh? Sure. Be <laughs> yeah. Look in. <inward>. So we'll <laughs> post some Epstein
1: memes. We'll post some okay boomer memes on the meme museum. Any other comments before we move on to to pods and Rex?
0: Uh
1: All right. Uh, Tired of uh, old The people.
0: boomer thing is just I'm over it.
1: Quick recommend. Okay, quick boomer. pause and Rex recommendation. I don't have a recommendation this week. I just want to say, Corey, thanks for recommending. Uh, things we do in the dark, shadows. Things we do in the shadows. You actually. I, things we do in the Something shadows. Like whatever it's called. The vampire show. It is so funny. I I love it. And it's if you haven't started watching this show, it's on Hulu, um, on
3: FX, and it is it's probably the funniest show
1: I've seen in a very long time. So it's enjoyable
3: you. all year round. It's not necessarily a Halloween show. Yeah. But thank you, producer Corey. You're very all welcome. Right. I'm going to
2: recommend Poe Boys. I um, had one today. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, it had a little bit of uh, like a Cajun Romulade, romulade sauce on it. Whatever. It was great. I believe I it's it.
0: pronounced remoulade.
2: Oh, thank you, Terry. I appreciate you and your culture. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and, it was, and it was fantastic. And so I'm you very happy about it's it. It's
0: French, so you pronounce the D because it ends in a vowel. Oh, so remoulade, Hard D. Remulade. Remulade? Hard D. Well, it is... Rumolade.
2: Oh, okay. Hard D is very common in November, so...
0: Um, a small D is because it's cold, I thought.
2: Oh, I was going to say, because it's no nut November.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my suggestion, recommendation, po' boys.
3: Terry, don't look at me like that. What? You've got to have done something that was, like, interesting that you want other people to do.
0: It's been uh, a week
3: since you're hiking.
0: Ooh, I recommend, um, as you get older, sleeping in a bed. Don't stay over your friend's house. Don't sleep on a floor or a couch. Sleep in a bed. The next day, you'll feel great. Your back will thank you. You'll feel like an adult. So I recommend sleeping in beds.
3: Deep. Good recommendation. Never even
1: thought of it. That's... Do you, um, are you gonna get one of those like Tempurpedics where you can like change the setting and have the perfect? Because I, I recently bought a mattress and they were trying to sell me on the electronic thing and that it was like good for your back.
0: Or you can like, sit stuff.
1: up. Yeah. Or oh, you like, have one. My bed does that. Yeah. They're awesome. They're like...
0: You mean like where you can change the setting or where yeah. you can like sit up? Well, no, that's share. like... So
1: supposedly sitting up is I supposedly s- like the best thing for yeah, you. I have the one that can, you can raise the top, what? The top of it. And that's the how feet. you're supposed to sleep? Yeah, well, it's, you're not like sitting down, but your back is elevated a little bit. like, yeah, like, so like you're you're on, not, Oh, like, like lumbar support. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you sleep on your back?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. How do you, well, I sleep on Ew. the side, generally. I'm a oh, I,
1: like I, I
0: personally of... don't do it. I'm saying like in the prime Are you talking about lombard support, or are you talking about it actually like the the head of the bed coming up? The head of the bed
1: raises, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I like it. It's great for eating in bed. That's um, it. Um like if you're hungover, it t- it's fantastic. Like it looks like
0: you're just like in a hospital. Like, oh, yeah, well, that's a hospital when bed. you're
2: hungover, Change my diaper like It can be like that. So, um, it's perfect TV watching, no, but it's nice. I like it, but you can only do it with either certain coiled mattresses or a foam bed.
0: So, so you guys are in on beds,
2: I'm in on beds. I love my bed. I wonder if mattress firm is hiring. I will like pay an exorbitant Uber instead of sleeping out at this point. I like, and if you can't invest in a high quality air mattress, better than a couch, I would say.
0: And uh, uh, mm, depends. depends on the couch
2: or the air mattress, I think.
0: No, I'd rather sleep on a nice couch than a nice, a nice air couch. mattress.
2: Oh. I got the uh, like the double.
0: Anytime you move on an air mattress, it makes noise no matter what it is.
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. I also sleep like a log, so it doesn't seem to bother me. I also like.
0: What else do you do,
3: Joe? Please tell <laughs> us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's about it. I was gonna say, I don't like <laughs> sleeping like facing the couch.
3: Just like you don't like you know? talk facing into the mic. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! I feel like you're the
0: fucking lady from. You're
3: getting a headset <laughs>
2: next week. The fast
0: foods. The fast food attendant and dude, where's my car? <laughs> and then,
1: <laughs> and then, Joe. All right, Terry likes beds. He
3: recommends them. I like hearing myself talk. Producer Corey, what do you got for us? I got a musical wreck. If you're into Rage Against the Machine. Dunna, dun 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 that was just like we practiced. Um, I'm going to recommend "Stray from the Path's new album, "Internal Atomics." Um, it was produced right here in the great old state of New Jersey in Belleville by uh, producer in wonder Matt, uh, Will Putney.
0: I thought you were going to say Corey.
3: No, no. I I only that's what I dream about. Not that you ever need to know my thoughts, but uh, it's really really good. It's super political, so you know, keep away from boomers. Um, but it's very, very much like Rage Against the Machine. The guitarist is Tomarello Morello-esque. Um, the lyrics are great. Uh, they actually also... I don't want to call them a rip-off of Rage Against the Machine, but they might be. Rally around the family. Pocket right. full of shells. Um, yeah. They, uh, they dislike the police. I dislike the police. Uh, that's pretty much all I needed to hear to get me into them. Nice. Um, so yeah, if you ever feel like you're pissed off at the man, let internal atomics roll, and it's very cathartic. You oh, are, you
0: are like a true anarchist.
3: Yes, it's Noam Chomsky is my boy.
0: Mildly
1: concerning.
3: Why? I don't know. You don't like to think.
0: No.
1: All, All right. right just- this is, well, this, is <laughs> this is a This is a topic for another day. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll unpack uh, producer Corey's thoughts on uh, civics. And uh, political theory. Probably not. God help you if you do. (laughs) All right. Episode 10 of the Oddscast. See you next week. May you win all your bets and your parlays. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy 10th annual. Bye. Bye.